Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. All right, so we, um, we just came off an incredible Connect Sunday. Yeah, we did! And we're, this service, or my, my uh, message is kind of in limbo, so we're actually going to be going into that'll preach. That's the next message. And so I get the pleasure of kind of talking about both. So I'm going to, so tonight, just to give you guys an idea of what it's going to look like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit. We're going to get to watch a few uh, movie clips. I went kind of serious on them. I apologize in advance. It is, I don't want to throw you under the bus, and by the way, I love you, baby. You're, she's the, the most supportive, incredible wife in the world, um, except when you send her a Tommy Boy clip, and she says it wasn't funny, so we all know that's like top three funniest movies of all time, so yeah, I feel, we'll move off of that, so um, but so, but with it, with it being connect, we're actually going to start. Uh, and I, I want to do a quick illustration. And when we were over um, or helped with connect groups and ran a connect group, we used to do an icebreaker, and it was called two truths and a lie. Have you guys done that before? Yeah. So we're going to do two truths and a lie. I'm going to give you two truths and a lie. You guys got to figure out what the lie is. So you guys ready? We're going to be interactive all night. Don't worry. So. Um, I've had, I've had nine surgeries. You think that's a lie? <laughs> I haven't even given the other ones. I was arrested three times before turning 18. I love the Padres. <laughs> right? You think, okay, so you guys think it's... I, that was, I love the Padres was the third. So... Two, 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 three. I don't love the Padres. You guys aren't playing nice. Number one. Okay, so number two. I do have a checkered pass, but I have not been arrested. So the key's never to get caught. So it's it's fine. So or just outrun your friends. I have had. We won't go there, but. <laughs> so, um, but it, tonight what we're going to talk about is, is lies, are lies that we hear, lies that are spoken over us, lies that maybe we don't even realize um, that we believe, that have actually come a truth for us. So, um, now, nowadays there's more lies thrown at us than probably any point in history. I know that's really profound and a really crazy statement to say. But, uh, uh, sarcasm, but um, <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, I love our Pathfinder crew, Ernie. So excited for tomorrow morning and the breakfast, and it's good to have you guys. So, um, but anyway, so, but what if I, here's the illustration part, um, besides me just trying to talk about myself and some weird, you know, things of my past. But um, what if I just change one of those? So it's kind of obvious if you think about it, like the rest part, although you guys don't know all of my past, but what if I changed it to, 
you know, I, my favorite football team is the Chargers. I love the Padres, and I've had nine surgeries. So that would be a little bit harder to figure out which, where the lie is. And so I, f- I feel like that's what the enemy likes to do is there's some blatant lies, right? There's some blatant things that are going on. You could point it out and be like, that's a lie. Right. But what about those little ones or the ones that start little that might also seem good in nature and, um, but actually is a lie? So we're going we're gonna to talk about lies that we believe tonight and then three ways community help improve your life. So, um, so um, lies, they, they essentially become truths to us. There's little lies, there's big lies. There's lies that we're conscious of, and then some we're actually unco- you know, unconscious. You actually, not knocked out, but lies that, <laughs> lies that you unconsciously, or you, know, you just don't realize you believe, or they've become a truth in your life. So also another thing, um, just with lies, is there, there can actually be word curses that are actually spoken over your life, you come in agreement with them, and then that also will essentially then, it's almost like a filter of your life and how you look at things and what can happen um, in your life. So, so number one of the you know, three ways community can help improve your life, number one is it, uh, community and also you could throw in connect. So being in community um, is bring, it brings light to your language or it brings life to your language. So. So there, have you guys caught yourself saying, so here's a, here's a few things, examples of these word curses or things that you've actually, you could have said um, over your life. So I'll just give you guys a few. And as, as I'm going through this message, we're gonna have some ministry time at the end. And I just want you guys to think through what are some lies that um, maybe you know that this is something that you've accepted, but you just look at it as like, oh, that's just my fate or that's just my life. That's just the way it is. Um, or, and just have God, you know, just right now, as we're thinking or going through this, just reveal that to you because we want to break that off at the end. Um, so that's going to be our ministry time. So, um, here's some negative truths or also some absolutes that, um, I've, I've written down as examples. It's always been this way. I'm the black sheep. I'm, I'm just clumsy. Things like this happen. That's just me. I'll never let, and this is one I've said um, before I was married to Amy, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never let someone that close again so I don't get hurt. So then you naturally put up this barrier, you put up this wall. So, um, so things start out as a lie that we believe it, is, it actually becomes a truth. So naturally, you know, it's, it's so, it, it becomes a part of our lifestyle. In effect, in it, if, in it affects your life. So, it, and it also, like I was talking about earlier, defines your life. So, um, and, and number two, I'll just give you the second point now because we're going to go into a movie clip. But um, community helps identifies lies. Yeah, community helps identifies lies that are both big and small. So, um, we're going to put a movie clip up, or um, in a second. But just a little disclaimer: I'm not promoting this movie. I'm not saying you guys should look at watch this movie. Um, it's, it's, it's a good movie. There's some good things in there, but it's, uh, who likes Napoleon Dynamite, by the way? Come on, come on. Oh man. Okay. I won't go there then. No, I will. Um, <laughs> I don't like Napoleon Dynamite. I'll just say that right now. I know. I know. It's depressing. It is depressing. It is depressing. <laughs> 
But so this, so we're gonna, we're, we're gonna put up a clip on a little, do you guys remember Little Miss Sunshine? So we're gonna put up a scene right now. So I was gonna say I don't, you know, it sounds like you guys like depressing movies. So I was gonna say don't, don't watch this movie, but um, I'm not gonna say that now. So, but for the people that haven't seen it, <laughs> it, her family, by the way, her family, I'm, I'm give you kind of a brief background very, very quickly, but her family's a mess, okay? There's a lot of dysfunction. Um, and then let's just, let's just watch the scene. Grandpa? Yeah. I'm kind of scared about tomorrow. Are you kidding me? You're going to blow them out of the water. They're not going to know what hit them. Grandpa? Yeah. Am I pretty? Olive, you are the most beautiful girl in the whole world. <laughs> You're just saying that? No, I'm not. I'm madly in love with you. And it's not because of your brains or your personality. It's because you're beautiful, inside and out. Grandpa? What? I don't want to be a loser. You're not a loser. Where'd you get the idea you're a loser? Because Dad hates losers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up a minute. You know what a loser is? A real loser is somebody that's so afraid of not winning, they don't even try. Now, you're trying, right? Yeah. Well, then you're not a loser. We're going to have fun tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> We can tell them all to go to hell. Good night, sweetie. I love you. Come on. Oh, that's the first time I've seen the title. I like that. Everyone says that it comes up. I had to say it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, anyway, so she... she like I mentioned before you put the clip on, she comes from a completely dysfunctional f family and her dad is a motivational speaker. And he's, he's trying this thing where he's basically puts people into two categories. You're either a winner or a loser. And then you have this sweet little girl who is trying to grapple with that, trying to figure out what that means. And you could just hear the fear in her voice, right? So she doesn't want to be a loser. It's not, hey, I'm nervous or I, you know, it's, I don't know what to expect tomorrow. You know, I want to be a winner, but I'm nervous. You could see her language, what she's actually, you know, kind of some fear that she has um, inside. And this movie, it's interesting because it's a, it's called a tragic comedy. That's the genre of it. And it actually desensitizes tragedy. So it actually brings humor to it. And that's what the world can... And a lot of situations can actually bring um, two tragedies, two things like that. Uh, you know, things that should affect us in a certain way, we can almost laugh it off, right? So um, I, I was thinking about this just with uh, parenting Oliver and, and my daughter Alana. And we've, and I know we've talked about this before. Pastor Matt um, is a great example and does this as well. But we try to use very positive words. We don't use, and it's not fluff. I mean, we, trust me, I'm very tough on my kids, probably too tough. Um, but we, we try to make sure <laughs> that the words we speak over them are always life-giving, right? So um, there's a situation two weeks ago in, in kids' church, and... Um, 
my son is amazing, and most of you have met him, and if you haven't, give it a week or two, he'll come up to you and say hi, and ask you how old you are, and he's, he's, he's amazing, but um, he's, he's got a lot of passion, and he's trying to figure that out, and there was a, a situation in, in kids' church, and we actually had to take him out, and, um, and we're trying to figure out how, we haven't seen this situation before, we're trying to figure out how to punish him, and so I had to sit him down, and he wasn't getting it. He wasn't understanding. We're trying to explain to him the seriousness of it. Uh, I'm try- I try to be very uh, thoughtful with my words and not use words like I'm disappointed and you've let us down and things like that because I don't know. I don't want to have conversations with that, you know, with my kid. They're similar to that, and I, and I'm, I will if I need to, but it's not because of things or it won't be. In Jesus' name, pray for strength. That it's not because of my doing. So, um, so anyway, so you, it, it's just. But in thinking about this, it got me thinking about the verse: "Train up a child in the way sh- they should go, and they should not depart from it." It's an amazing verse, but I actually kind of had a revelation on it, or some thought. It, it basically, do you guys realize we're actually we never grow? Or we're always God's son. We're always God's daughter. Doesn't matter how old we are. Um, I was texting my dad the other day, and we we're talking about these trees that we're putting in our backyard, and um, and it was it was so funny his response because I've had this uh, in the past. I've had contention with my dad, and it's basically been on. Okay, I've, I want him to be my friend, right? But my dad, and he actually made this point a couple of years ago. He's like, I'll always be your dad. Like, you know, because there was a point, I, I texted him and telling him about these trees, and I reached out to him for advice all the time, and I told him we bought them, we we're going to get them planted, and then, he's, and then instead of him saying, oh, it's, it's going to be awesome, they're going to look great, he starts giving me advice on it. And I'm like, I'm 39, I'm almost 40, and you're telling me about trees. And he's like, uh, st- and it, basically I told him, you know, I'm like, I'm going to hire somebody to plant them for us, I'm just not going to do it you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, go, and he basically responds very <laughs> shortly. He's like, stay in your lane. They're too expensive for you to mess them up. I was like, okay, all right. But how, it just got me thinking, and, and it, this verse has been on my heart for a little while because it's how often do we reach out to God and we're like, we just want him to be our friend, but he's actually our father first. So... Yeah, so we, we never, and so it's an amazing verse, and we talk about it whenever we do the baby dedications here and things like that, but it's still just, just I just want to encourage you guys that you are, you're a child of God, and that's never going to change. You're always going to have a father that's looking to help you learn, is looking to help bring correction, is looking to um, be a father. So he's a friend as well, so... But um, let's, so we're going to go over the Bible. We're going to go to the very big Bible and go to Psalms 103, verse, verse 11. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. So just, just talking about God's love, and, and I'm, I'm already halfway through you guys, so you're, you're, you're close. So um, we're going to go... I'm still, I'm, I know I mentioned my age. I'm still working on not saying everything that comes, comes into my head. So it'll probably be a lifelong thing. So God, as my father is always trying to correct me on that. So anyway, so, so we're going to, I'm going to intro the next, next video clip, but do you guys remember the movie Into the Wild? So it's basically, for the people who haven't seen it, it's basically a kid who, 
He's, he's had a rough time in his life, and um, he has some issues with his family, has some issues with the church, um, and then he meets this, this old man who is basically, it's, it's, uh, it's my grandfather. So anyways, <laughs> but he meets him, and it, I just, it's an interaction that they have, and then, so we'll show the clip, and then, um, and then we'll talk about it. Alaska! Son, what the hell are you running from? You know, I could ask you the same question, except I already know the answer. Oh, you do, do ya? I do, Mr. Franz. You gotta get back out in the world. Get out of that lonely house, that little workshop of yours. Get back out on the road. Really? You're gonna live a long time, Ron. You should make a radical change in your lifestyle. I mean, the core of man's spirit comes from new experiences. And there you are, stubborn old man, sitting on your butt. Sitting on my butt? Yeah. Ha! I'll show you, sitting on my butt. Stubborn old man. I'll show you. Come on, then. Come on! Sitting on my butt. <laughs> yeah. Come on, old man, come climb it. Sitting on my butt. Come on, keep going. Ah. <laughs> ah. You're doing great. <laughs> keep going. Keep going, Ron. Yeah! Can anybody see this? God, are you watching this right now? Yeah. You all right? Ah, yeah, a little bit, bit in the head. Ah. Ah. Oh. Ah. I'm gonna miss you when you go. I'll miss you too, Ron. But you're wrong if you think that the joy of life comes principally from human relationships. God's placed it all around us, it's in everything, in anything we can experience. People just need to change the way they look at those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take stock of that. No, I am. I am. But I want to tell you something. From the bits and pieces I put together, you know from what you told me about your family, your mother and your dad. And I know you got your problems with the church too. But there's some kind of bigger thing we can all appreciate. And it sounds like you don't mind calling it God. But when you forgive, you love. And when you love, God's light shines on you.
they cut it off at the right time because two seconds later he cusses pretty bad. So I was really nervous. So I'm glad, glad they got that. How, how awesome is Ron? I know I said he reminds me of my grandpa, but there's so much wisdom in him. And then here's where I'm talking about lies. So it's Emil Hirsch, that's the actor in this. And if you guys heard what he said, I'm going to read it to you. It's like, he basically is telling Ron, he's like, it's wrong to think of a joy of life comes from human relationship. God's placed it all around us. So he's basically talking about isolation or being alone. So then if you fast forward, um, Emil Hirsch, he's basically, he's, he's pissed off. So he, he's traveling across the U.S. and then he ends up in Alaska and he's camping out there in an old bus. And then he realizes, he actually, uh, that happiness can only be shared together. So he has this revelation and then he says, okay, I'm going to go home. And by the time he wants to leave, he has to go back the way he came. And the, the river is risen. He actually can't cross it. So he has to wait. So then he has to go back to the bus where he was and, um, and essentially waited out. But then he starts starving and he's run out of food and he's not, you know, and he's losing a ton of weight and he's eating these plants and he eats the wrong thing. Ends up poisoning himself. And then it takes him a few days, or I don't know exactly how long, but it's not immediate, but then he dies. And he dies alone. So it, and it, and it, it's based on a true story. So it's just, uh, and it, he was so close. I mean, he, and there was so many things that he had right, but just were a little bit tweaked. So I used the example before, the two truths and a lie, and it could be just a little, little lie, and it sounds good on the surface. You know, it's one of those things where he's like, oh, I'm out, I'm out in nature and this is all I need. And that sounds great, you know, but it, at the true core, it, the core of life is relationship. Yes. Oh. So, so, and, and then uh, I'll just give you point number three. So point number three of why community and why you guys essentially should be in a connect group <laughs> is it, it helps you break off lies and falsehoods. So... If Emil Hirsch in this situation, you know, with, with his thoughts and he thinks it's all good and he thinks he has the right approach, someone in his life could tell him, hey, that's actually a little bit off. That's a little bit, it's a little bit tweaked, but let's talk through that because your language always locates you. Someone can say, you know, kind of the lies I was going through before is like, wait a second. You know, if he's like, oh, I just like, you know, if he's saying things like, oh, I just like being alone. Oh, I love being out in nature and all I have to, all I have to worry about is myself. Wow. No one's going to let me down out here. Yeah. Things like this, someone in his life could look at it and say, you know what, L- let's sit down and talk. I love you too much yes. to hear these things. You know, to, there's something that's going on in your life and I want to know what's going on. So, so Genesis 2.18, we all know and love this verse. Um, and we're going to look at it in the NIV version. The Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So it just talks about community. We talk about it all the time here, but and we will not stop talking about it because how important it is. It, you know, if you want to use the analogy, beat a dead, beat a dead horse, we're going to continue to beat that horse. That sounds really <laughs> terrible. But again, that's what came to my head. So that's what <laughs> we're, we're going to keep beating that horse. So... Um, so story growing up, and, and I, want, I want to talk about word curses real quickly, um, and I'm going to finish on this, and then we're going to go into some ministry time, but 
Um, very quick story. When I was growing up, my nickname was always, uh, was, I'm glad I said was, is, was Boo Boo. And, and people think of Yogi and Boo Boo, and I idolized my dad. So I always, I love the nickname. But how I got it was when I was little, um, I didn't have any fear. So I was hurt a lot. So then it, got, it became, I was boo-boo, you know, it's like not the most, most manly or, you know, tough nickname you, you could get as a kid. Um, but I'll, uh, to this day, I'll go home. People I haven't seen for 10 years, they still will call me boo-boo. Um, but I realized, I mentioned earlier about the two truths and a lie, the nine surgeries. I, it, since I was little, up until recently, I was always hurt. It was something that was spoken over me and I thought it was cute, I thought it was fun. It's like, yeah, people would ask me, it's like, why do they call you boo-boo? It's like, oh, because I'm always hurt. And then that's what, that was the story of my life. I was continuously hurt, continuously hurt. So that's where I, I mentioned earlier about, you know, what are some lies or what are some patterns in your life that are not of God, that you know, um, you know, that you need to break off, that we, at the very end, um, we're going to do a couple different things around prayer. But I, I, again, I just want you to think about those things. What are some negative patterns? What are some negative words that you keep seeing over your life? And as you guys are thinking about that, I wanted to release a word corporately that um, I got this morning. And I feel like it's a corporate wor word because it um, is, is for a lot of people here. So, um, and it's basically word around the kids' table. So, you know, and we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and a lot of times big families, are you're trying to, it's like you have the big table, the adult table, and then you have the kids' table. And I feel like there's some people here that you've always thought you were sitting at the kids' table. And you're frustrated with it, and you're, you're tired of sitting there. But I see a bigger table, and there's an empty seat. And I, and I see that seat is open and all you have to do is going to, but it's going to take, um, it's going to take our motion. It's going to take you doing it. Someone's not going to come and pick you up and put you in that seat. So it's going to, so I, I, that seat, I just want to encourage you guys that that seat is open. So all you have to do is take it. So, yeah. So in a couple of minutes, and I'm going to invite the, the worship team. You guys can come up. And if you guys, if you don't mind, if we can finish with Revive Us, if we can go into that during ministry time. Um, but we're going to open up the altar. We're going to have our ministry team up here. Um, but I want to pray over you guys corporately. Um, and then I'm also going to, I want to renounce some lies that have been spoken over us. So I'll give you guys some direction how we're going to do that. But if you guys want to go ahead and stand to your feet. I'm gonna pray about the kids' table. And so if that resonates with you, whatever you're comfortable with, you wanna put your hands up, you wanna put your arms out, you wanna sit there and receive, whatever that looks like, but let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you, God, that you break off lies, Lord. I thank you that you are our heavenly Father, God, that we are children of God, Lord. I thank you that we no longer have to sit at the kids' table, God. God, I thank you that you're a good father, Lord. So we break off the kids' table over, these, over everyone here, God. God, I pray that uh, we would have that seat at the table, Lord. God, I thank you that you want us to have a seat at that table. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys. So what I want to do is... Um, this is how the renouncing part is going to look. So we're going to, I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer. I want you guys to repeat after me. 
And, um, and I'm going to say kind of an intro part of the prayer. And then I'm going to say, I renounce these lies. And then I'm going to pause. <laughs> it's going to be a little chaotic, but I'm going to pause for 10 seconds. If you guys have, there, there could be one lie that you guys want to break off. There could be 15 lies. So I just want to encourage you guys, this is where the chaos can kind of ensue a little bit. Or Don't be distracted by the person next to you essentially. So if there's, there's going to be a lot of talking or people, um, you know, saying those lies, I just want to encourage you guys this. If you say it out loud, there's freedom in it. So I just want to, don't worry. And also if you have a lot or if there's some pretty, pretty tough lies, I want to encourage you guys say it out loud. We're, we're all in this. It's a messy life. It's okay. You're in a good, you're in a, a safe space. You're in the nest, you're in the tree. So that was a joke. That was a movie too, but I realized I would have to explain what that movie is. So, all right. You guys ready to do this? <laughs> all right. So you guys repeat after me. Father God, we thank you that you're a good God. That you only speak positive things over us. That we're fearful and wonderfully made. God, we thank you that you're a good father. And God, I pray right now and renounce the lies that have been spoken over me. So go ahead and speak those lies out. You guys, don't be shy. You can say them, it's okay. No one's listening to what you're saying no one's trying to hear what your lies are. God, we renounce these lies. We thank you for tonight, God. And God, we pray for discernment over any lies that have been spoken over us in the past or in the future. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.